Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the Codger Die Tribes podcast with your curmudgeon hosts, Eric and Brandon. Hello again, everybody. This is Brandon. This is the second episode of season one of the Codger Die Tribes. This uh, podcast uh, is focusing on two uh, 50-year-old guys who are seeing the world uh, go up in flames, and we got something to say about it. So uh, without further ado, I'd like to introduce my co-host, Eric. Please say something What's uh, up, buddy? witty and smart. That's it? I don't have That's any. You got. My bag is empty. Yeah, I really don't have a lot. Actually, well, you know, um, we. Uh, but I- I'm hoping you pull it out of me. Mm. Mm. That's a tough. That uh, that's a tough sentence to break down. So I know I've known you a long time, <laughs> but I got have my limits. Uh, so yeah, okay, whatever. The theme, Proceed. because we are in December now, the theme of this podcast and and to just kind of reset everything is uh, Eric likes to be surprised. And he likes to have stuff kind of thrust upon him where he has to respond without any preparation. I like to massively research what I'm going to talk about and feel like I have some sort of knowledge before I go into something. Now, it may be, it may be knowledge that I've obtained within the last hour, but I don't go in cold usually and do very well. Eric's the opposite. Eric will make you believe that he actually invented whatever we're talking about by the end of the show, which is impressive. And a bit psychotic. But this theme today, Eric, I'd like to introduce to you, is on the topic of cold. Again. Cold? Cold. Cold. And we'll take on some various various ways that show. (laughs) It was all. Now, let me tell you, I I have a 15-year-old son. And what brought this on is that he becomes obsessed with things. And he came into my bedroom, of course, while I'm trying to get ready to fall asleep and I don't ha- want to talk to any human being and decides to have a talk with me. Now, I know he won't be here long, so I take the opportunity to slap myself awake and listen to him. And he goes off the deep end on a place called Svalbard. Have you heard of Svalbard? Svalbard. It sounds like uh, a question. Vikings would live, I think. You're, Svalbard. You're, no, I haven't heard of that. I haven't heard You're of close. that, I, but okay. I feel like I should have. I, it's, I know, and I felt strange to be my age and to say, no, I've been on this planet for 50 years, and I've never heard of this geographic location. Um, but I think it's okay, man. It you is. probably got yourself. Svalbard? Svalbard. I'm not really sure that's a. Uh, and and okay. the reason it's. So, Svalbard? The mo- the mo- Svalbard. S-V-A-L-B-A-R-D. It's not a. Okay, it's, it is not a druid. Okay. Right. It's not a druid in D anD. d So <laughs> it's not a class you can play in D anD. d No, it's not a class in D anD. d First okay. edition, yo. Okay. Shout out. Um, <laughs> it, it it is also known as Spitsbergen. It's a North uh, Norwegian 
island in the Arctic Ocean. Now it's north of mainland Europe, and is it about it's about midway between the northern coast of Norway and the North Pole. So it's like the almost the northernmost you can be on planet Earth. They are into black metal for sure. They're burning churches up there, very pagan, I'm sure. You would think so, right? But now this place <laughs> is twenty. The place is twenty five thousand five hundred square feet, right? Square feet, square miles. Okay. All right, right. So it's not exactly square feet. That's like a really big house, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> square Get feet. your shit together, man. This is going to be a long podcast. I can't do it. This is you're getting the best of me, unfortunately. Schwalbard, <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go. Schwalbard, right? And so the Bjergen, it's uh, Jorgen, Jorgen. and the Bjergen, highest Bjergen. population there, the highest elevation there is uh, five thousand six hundred feet, <laughs> and okay, the entire 5, population on this, yeah, and the and the entire um, population there in twenty twenty was two thousand nine hundred over this. So you're basically talking about Skyrim on Earth. Yeah, and it's just mountains, right? And and cold. Right, right, right. And all right. Nerd alert. And and there's really no there's only a couple places that are livable on the place, right? And what's interesting about okay. this particular island is that the sovereign state is Norway. But yeah, they course. signed this they they signed this pact and like 1921 or something like that where other nations can use it for whatever discretion they need and the ones who really jumped on it was russia i don't understand hold on so there's no there's no there's no national sovereignty really i mean there is norway says there is it's ours however everybody can kind of enjoy it it's like a park i would say no because what they used it for initially was mining Especially Russia. Well, who who used it for mining? The Norwegians or the Russians? Both, but the Russians really, really bought in. Um, okay, all right. You know, they're the ones. This is the conversation you have with your son. <laughs> That's the context, bit. right? Your son is breaking down these yeah. facts for you, or what? Yeah, because I know right. him enough to know that he, after he looks at it, he's going to tell me we need to go there. And I was finding out all the reasons that's, that's why. His immediate, we well, that's his immediate reaction to hang out with yeah, a bunch of Russians. We should of just Norwegian get on a plane and go. And Russians? Yeah. We need okay. to go. We need to go check it out. Uh, now, the Norwegians have a, what I consider not a modern town, but it's the only town they have there. Um, and it's called Long Yerbin. Long Yerbin. Long Yerbin. Yep. Okay. And. And so, if you go to that town, if you can make it there, they actually have an airport. Um, you kind of feel like you're, you can survive. They have restaurants and places so to eat. So wait a minute, are you, are you, hotels. Are you, are you actually planning? A, okay, so this is all going to a place where uh, you, your son, brought this place up to you, and now you've done this tremendous amount of research, and now you're prepared to go because they have an airplane airport rather. Well, I'm this, trying to break down about? a bit. We have, before he graduates, we have a goal. Okay, and what's the goal? I'm sorry. 
When I say we, I say, I mean. A tattoo? Him. You going to get tattoos together or what? what he hasn't deal? said anything. No, he thinks bigger than that. He, he thinks bigger than that. He wants to <laughs> okay. do a father's. He's, he's got more. Yeah, he wants to do a father-son suicide mission, considering where we want to go. But he wants us to go to fly to Svalbard, whatever it takes to get okay. there, right? Okay. Find lodging. Right, right, yeah. Go to mm-hmm. the Russian ghost town with three people that live there. Speak on more of that in a moment. Okay, so there was a town. There was a town, and now it's no longer a town. There's three folks that live there. What what constitutes yeah. a town? How many do you have to have to actually call it a town? I don't know that answer, but at one point there was <laughs> a lot. And, and they had an airplane crash in the 70s, and it killed most okay. of the workers. Right. They were coming back. They were coming back from the holidays, and then they shut it down. Because because then okay. the Russian so economy started So it wasn't like the plane landed on the workers, right? <laughs> No, it, it wasn't one it, of no, those it, situations where the guy came in hot and just knocked all the workers out. They they were actually in no, the it crashed. Plane. It crashed in Longyear Bend at the airport. And normally, what they would do is they get on a boat. You're already saying it like a pro, about, dude. Longyear Bend. I know. I, you, look, whenever I, he gets, you. are you sure this is his dream or yours? Oh, it's his. It's his. <laughs> and he won't let up. Okay, but he right, wants. Are you he sure? Wants, he wants us to, there. He wants us to go in there. Survive that okay. three days, whatever. He wants us to go to this abandoned. I'm talking. You have to get on a boat, and they just throw you out right, there. Right, yeah. Sled dogs, and, all that. And and it's it's got the highest propensity for polar bear attacks in the world. Right. Okay. okay. And then we survive that. Get on a plane, land in Tokyo, go climb Mount Fuji. Get on a plane. Go and go and land in Africa and climb Kilimanjaro. Spend a week on a safari, then come home for a senior year of high school. This is his dream, and he expects me, a guy who gets a side stitch when I take the trash out, to make it through all this. Okay, so first of all, this is when you say, "Shut the fuck up and go do homework." I mean, as a pot, as a I've parent, lost. that's your opportunity. One of your one of your key roles is to crush dreams. I think I did that. I did it the first fourteen years, and then <laughs> you know that you know that axis point where so, they. Uh, you're actually you, what what kills me. What kills me is you're actually entertaining this. Yeah, you're you're sitting there going okay, and, and you're probably, you're feeding it a little bit, right? No, I just tell. I, love I, it. I mean, I make. I say, tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. And then I ask questions. Wow. Tell me how many people get eaten by polar bears. Tell me what that slot must feel like. That sort of thing. And then um, really? eventually well, I think he'll just get sucks, off the subject. Dude. It probably sucks. Yeah. But he's he's been persistent with this vision of this world tour. It sounds like a maiden tour, actually. <laughs> Norway, and then we're going to. Maybe I can hitch a ride on their, what, Eddie, <laughs> Eddie airplane? Uh, I don't know if uh, what would that be called? Ed Force One. <laughs> Ed Force One, right? Get the lead singer to uh, yeah, right. fly it. Now, Br- that sounds like um, something Bruce Dickinson would do, you know, because he's yeah, Bruce know, Dickinson, killed yeah. cancer. You know? <laughs> who was, who was so, the guy okay. that played guitar, <laughs> but he would sing the vocals out towards the crowd, and it was one foot up on the monitor? 
Which guy was First that? of all, he wasn't a guitar player. He was a bass player. His name was Steve Harris. Steve Harris was the bass player, and yes, he put his foot. He up always on the reminded me, and you know, he always reminded me of those. Don't, if don't, when you go, I'm not. When you go listen, to, hold on, hold on. I mean, I like go, you, my you friend, all, but I'm not going to have you besmirch. <laughs> You're not going to besmirch the great name of Steve Harris. Dude. I'm not going <laughs> to let Harris you. Reminded me, he reminded me of those guys that when you go to church, the uh, the guy who's doing the music, sings the music, starts preaching at you like he's a wannabe preacher. It's like, dang it, I'm tired of being this. I don't actually want to be the preacher. That's what Steve Harris reminds me of. He really wants to be the singer of Iron Maiden. Wait a minute. Because oh, he doesn't man. shut up. He's good. That's what you're saying. You're throwing it out there. You're going to throw it out there. That Steve Harris is one of the most, one of the best. Hold on, hold on. That guy is probably the best heavy metal bassist of all times. And anybody would say that. Anybody that with any kind of a brain would say that Steve Harris is an icon of heavy metal. As, as much, if not started. more so, than Bruce Dickinson. If not, if if probably, you know, because Bruce has been in and out of the band. It's always been Steve Harris and Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden, uh, you know, Steve Harris writes all the lyrics, all that other stuff. No, he's not worried about the pilot. What? He's the he's, guy. He's not worried Steve about what Harris I think. is Iron Maiden. What's that? No. I'm sure it's been the first time he's ever been compared to a... Um, the singing director of a church, Baptist church or something, but they're not really known yeah, for well, their true their I mean, religious. Yeah. You know, okay, so the audience, the, the, I, I think you're wanting to hope the hope, the audience that, you know, would think that you grew up in, in the church, but clearly you're a Satanist. Depends on the day. I like the freedom to flip <laughs> back and forth. When it's convenient. Saved okay, so by your wife's this, diligence. <laughs> oh, yes. The coattails. We know about that. All right. So let's. All right. We're, so we're going to get. I, I still. I'm not. I can't. I can't leave that. I can't leave that. So is this trip going to happen or what? Ask away. What are you doing? Have you booked flights? Have you got sled dogs no. lined out or what? No, I mean, no. There's not that many years left before impending doom. Have you have you have you put it put it down? I mean, have you have you said this is what we're going to do, or have you said to him, "Hey, how about this? Let's just go to Coachella." No, I wouldn't last five minutes there. I think that music would drive me crazy. <laughs> You've got a better chance of surviving in yes. in the frozen tundra in Nor- Norway <laughs> with polar bears than you do a weekend at Coachella. <laughs> I a hundred percent believe that. Do you understand how crazy you know that why? is? Do you understand why? Why is that? Because human because con- human because the last human concert contact. you went to was enough's enough. <laughs> no, human contact. The less I have, the happier I am. Okay, so <laughs> the more people, the more people around me make me want to, to to jump off a bridge. Okay, so the thought of so why peaceful- would you? Why would you? Uh, no, I get. Listen, I I understand your death wish. You're close to the end, but bringing your son into those kind of circumstances? <laughs> are you kidding me? I mean, it was bad enough when I took Andrew to an Electric Wizard concert in Austin. <laughs> well, that was fifty-fifty-two for you. You're a better father than I am, I guess, or, or maybe maybe my son's aspirations aren't aren't bent towards oblivion. You've raised yourself. You realize that that's part of being a parent is that you end up raising a version of you. He's so not so like me. You can he can thank you for that death wish. <laughs> He did yeah, the they typical. all are, man. That everything that you wanted to do, you know, you kind of mold them, and you you have all these visions of where they're going to be and what they're going to do. But the reality is, 
they're going to do what they're going to do, but they, you know, they, they've got to carry that baggage that their dad puts on them for sure. Well, the only baggage he's carrying is so enjoy the, that. my $100 bill, my $100 bills that I give him to do all these little things he wants to do. So right now I'm the bank of America for him. Well, that's your fault. You've so, encouraged it. You fed the monster. Well, he knows that these, these little things that he wants to do, he's got to pull the old man along mm-hmm. for now. So he's a clever kid. I guarantee you if he had his own money, I wouldn't be invited to any of this stuff. I wouldn't. <laughs> really? Really? Really. So you're you're saying I'm the financier. You, you have a you've developed a you, you've developed a transactional relationship with your son. What fifteen year old son likes his dad? You can't well, name him because they hate our music. They hate that they hate that we're everything's old to, old to us. They we, we smell like old. Everything is everything is what they don't want to be. You can't blame them. Okay, but hold on. Here here's the deal. Um, the truth is, the episode is that cold. It gets worse. <laughs> it gets but so, until they get it about so worse. Here's, right? here's why. At fifteen, at fifteen, no, no, no. I mean, look, the past weren't that different. We coached our kids. We were involved in their lives. We did all that stuff. So at 15, yes, I understand their uh, friends become a little more influential than their parents do at that age, right? That's And they're nut jobs. Uh, developmental psychology. Yeah, but it gets worse. So at 16 and 17, that whole thing happens, and they get independence, and they start even falling farther away. And then by the time they're, you know, 18 – you know, I think it's a gift from God, actually. I think it's it's the way of allowing that separation to happen because at 18, it's really hard. And those those alpha, those alpha, there's like one too many dude dudes in the house, right? And then it, I think that's what God allows to happen so that they can have that separation and go find their own life because you're so much alike. There's so many things that are similar that create conflict. You see all these bad habits that you have and hate you know, showing up in your kid and then you're like, okay, so, well you better go do your own thing. I've done my damage. Now the world gets so you. because because he's about to turn well, but because he wants to do this at seventeen, there's a there's a better than zero percent chance he won't want to do it with me two years down the road just because he's changing. So I might I might get now. Shit. Is it is it his okay. dream or yours, right? So if it's his, let him go figure out how to make that happen. You're like, fine. Enjoy yourself. Uh, I wish you well. Take a lot of pictures. Your mom and I are going to be from Schwalbert. in the confines of our... <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Schwalbert. Hey. Give, me the, give me the, you know, get the get the polar bar, polar bear fright, or, you know, go to the haunted city or whatever, but... Hey, that, that place, in, that, place in, that Russia, that Russia place, uh, town, that's still out there. Yeah. You enter it, yeah. and there's a giant bust of linen. How creepy is that to be out there in the middle of the snow and just there's this linen statue up as you walk up towards this place. In a couple more years, there'll be one in Washington. Oh, we're not getting political on sports opinion. You can't do that. You're right. You're so right. I'm just saying it's not that we're going to move on to our, my, the second if they, part. If they had the Saddam. They had the Saddam statue next to. Okay, sorry, sorry. Good night. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere wear with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus um have you heard of a guy named mark andre leclerc i love this i love doing this where you know nothing because you always think that you're yeah, gonna no, know about no. it the answer is no all right listen to this small clip about, about this, this guy Brandon. i don't know this is about you you're projecting, I think, a little bit. When I'm in the mountains, life is so incredibly simple. Who impresses you right now? This kid, Mark Andre Leclerc. He's been doing all kinds of crazy alpine soloing. What I'm doing is on rock. And then I see Mark Andre free soloing on ice and snow. First time I heard about Mark was living in a snow cave on the parkway or something. He is pushing things that is pretty much unknown. I'm Mark Andre Leclerc. I'm a climber, generally speaking. Just different than anyone I'd ever met. I love him for that. He belongs in a different era and it was like wild. I can tell little Mark Andre stories all day. But he doesn't even care if anybody ever knows what he's climbing. It's more just to have casual, fun adventures. I just hope he's careful. Anything can happen. I mean, I know it's dangerous. I'm not, like, deluding myself that it's not dangerous to go soloing. So why do it? Solo alpinism. Climbing big, technical mountains is more than just a sport. It's only for the very best climbers on their very best days. It's the art of surviving in the most crazy situations. Mark Andre has some challenges as a kid. Climbing is like a form of freedom to be himself. When you're in the mountains, it's like all of the superficialities of life just sort of evaporate. Holy smokes! Doing climbing. Some people consider it the hardest peak in the Americas. It's a razor's edge between genius and madness. That's a sharp, hard edge to ride. Mark dropped off the radar. A climber has gone missing. If this was not a possibility, coming out would be nothing. Not an adventure and not an hour. How was it? Scary? No, not particularly. That's just another day out. <laughs> a really good day out. Okay, so that but, was a trailer about a guy, an alpinist named Mark Andre Leclerc. He's a guy born in 1992, a Canadian rock climber and alpinist. And one of the things that sets him apart 
was, did you see that Alex Honnold documentary called Free Solo? That was that morning Academy Award last year. No. Okay. No. I, I don't know if I don't know what skis me out more, but climbing mountains as far as sheer cliffs freaked me out way more than the thought of going to Everest or something. Guys who just go up to like Yosemite Park and climb those giant mm-hmm. domes, and they do it without yeah, rope, right? <laughs> without anything, okay. and they All make right. it. Well, this this Mark Andre guy decided to do something a little bit better, a little bit more dangerous. He decided decided that he's going to do the same thing that these rock climbers do, but with on ice. These big ice falls, and so it was considered impossible to do because you're sliding. You're going to need some rope to make sure you're okay. And there's these giant, giant cliffs this guy did. And people started to, started to watch him. But he hated it. So he, uh, this uh, documentary that is called The Alpinist that's that just out on, I think it may be on Netflix. But um, you should check it out if you haven't seen it yet. He, um, this documentary, people say, man, you're perfect for this, for a documentary. People are going to love this because it's so so different. He just disappears. He hates anything that is commercial about it, and it's not an act. He's like a he's like an old hippie from the old days. This kid, he just wants to be a climber. He gets you give him a energy bar and some water, and he'll just go go climb for a day, and then no one knows where he's at. So. Um, what I've dug dug in a little bit and find out that they've got these like a how they measure how hard a mountain or an asphalt is is they give it a number and it, for some reason the higher numbers like a real real hard place is a five rated one but then they make it even more advanced by saying five point one five point two five point three and it goes up from there and uh, he did a uh, in 2013, he did the temptation of St. Anthony. Um, and that's the, that was the very first free ascent ever. And that was a 5.13, which is insane. Anything above a 5.0 is considered nuts. Um, there's these famous mountains in Pentagonia called, uh, like a three trifecta called Re- the reverse Torah Traverse, which is 5.10, the East Pilar, which is a five one, and then the corkscrew, which is a five one. Now the the thing about those are is that people rarely go in winter on those, and he did the first ascent on winter ascent on those three. So this guy was uh, dripping with talent, and that's uh, always fascinated me, but petrified me to do something like that. I don't think I would ever have the guts to do that. And I don't think you've much thought about it, but to, to be it, no, those guys who do the climbing assume that that yes, okay, the guys who do the climbing. I was I was waiting on you. The guys who do the climbing are what crazy? I think that they have a 
I don't know what I'm more uh, upset about. I don't know what I'm more upset about here. The the idea that that somehow they can figure out what a like so okay, I'm okay with like a five, right? But like so a five point like who does that? And who decides what the hell that 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 freaked me out about the story more than the climb itself. There's idiots everywhere, dude. Why would you why would you sit there and go I mean, I understand like, you know, okay, I'm an athlete and I'm I'm achieving this great feat. But the thing that drove me crazy about that whole spiel was the guys that actually raided the mountains. I was sitting there thinking about that. Like, how in the hell do they differentiate? <laughs> T- they have these technical that's a five groups that are involved. Point, it's five point one three, dude. It's it's okay. the same way. It, there, like, if how, you do they, watch, how do they design? If you ever watch the Olympics and go those ahead. girls do the flips and they'll go up and go nine point six, I'm like, the bitch just did so seventeen right? flips in a row. Yeah, who, who's, who's, <laughs> yeah, that's a ten. Yeah. Clearly, the guy. I, I I would guarantee you, the guys that are scoring the mountains and the surfaces are not the same people that are actually climbing. Right, they're, they're the they people that self- follow Elon Musk online to figure out. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't mean to out you yeah. like that. <laughs> oh, side punch. Um, we're gonna be rich one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, rich? I don't, Hell, you're gonna no, have to be just, if you want to go to the Norwegian. You do the maiden uh, Eurasia voyage, father. So it's you're fascinated by these guys, these crazy people that do. What's that? What did you say? He comes. I said, "How much is it going to cost to fly this place?" It's only two thousand. You could go. It's the same cost yeah. to go to Hawaii. Yeah. Let me ask you a question: Has your son had a job? No, no. He has, he has no idea the concept of money, and the reason he doesn't is because you're his father. Uh-huh. Which is exactly inverse. I'm, I'm as guilty. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not throwing. I'm not throwing shade at you. I mean, I'm the same bastard. You know. Yeah, let me, make, let me just make Andrew's my nine years old. Wanna, he has to have. He has to play guitar with a Gibson. Why? Why would he not need that? Of course, he needs a Gibson guitar. All I know is this. I mean, it worked out. I here's guess. my, here's my last philosophy. It's very simple. <laughs> okay, I have gone. Correct. I have gone back ten generations and scoured my ancestors. Right. Okay. The mediocrity makes you want to vomit. Yes. The mediocrity <laughs> makes you want to vomit. They had no drive, nah. money, okay. desire. Okay, all right. Crawling out from the pits, starting off in a good place, right? The next generation started us off as shitty as the generation before, if not worse. <laughs> if okay. if if all the right. things that I've done, if the things that I've done, with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And gets him a different narrative. And he blows it. Sure, sure. So what? Right, right. <laughs> we're not we're not any worse with him than we are than we so were the last so hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> we tried something different. Didn't work out. Oh shit. 
<laughs> so I guess I guess I hear I understand. I mean, conceptually, I get what you're saying. Here's the issue: um, what is it that fascinates you? Are, are you telling me that now you're going to? Uh, you said you were scared of it first of all and because you're scared of it you're super excited about these people that can do it right because you're like oh, dude that's something exceptional yes. if i were to well I, I would tell you my advice to you is to start figuring out how to score the mountain face yeah that's one of those guys like a job i would be do. one of the, be, be one of the guys that says it's a five point one ninety nine two <laughs> That's a more yeah. realistic goal, right? It's like <laughs> you, you may want to. You know, my dad told me one time when we were really young, he's like, you want to be a DJ, son? Go and sweep the studio. Go and figure. And there's wisdom in that, right? There's wisdom in saying, hey. But I think what he was really telling me is like, you'll never be a DJ, right? <laughs> because yeah. he was like, your skill set is more towards the custodial arts. You have these you have these innate skills that afford you this opportunity to go do this. And I know you want to do this. I know you want to be able to be there, but let's just, you know. And he may truly have been saying, and there's wisdom, you know, because you're you're trying to figure out whether your your dad's taking the piss out of you or you're 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 doing that. But I think there's some wisdom in saying, hey, let's just start. Let's just figure out how we can, you know, be a ice climbing groupie. And then we'll figure out how to score mountains and then potentially I don't think I would we might I don't actually think I would buy like the gear as a group I, I don't think I'd like them as a group I really think that a lot of them is it because the guy's a hippie of, and he doesn't seek adoration? no no he doesn't that's look the, like I think that's the piss for you he doesn't look like a hippie like a <laughs> I think that's a piss cool for kid. you I mean okay so listen if you were the guy if you were the guy that was climbing the mountains let, let's say that was your skill set you had okay. all the innate skills you were that guy it's probably not in you to be the guy that also said, I don't want anyone to take any pictures of me. You oh, no, I want video all the time. Hands up in the Jesus Christ pose on the top of the mountain, <laughs> you know, with the sun cascading behind you. <laughs> I don't know. Saying, these hands have been touched by God. Yes. That, that would have been you. Tell your children you live in the <laughs> age of Brandon. <laughs> yes. Kneel before Zod. Yeah, the the, the guy. I think that that's like I think that? that's the issue. I are yeah. littered with death death videos now. By the way, because that's a sport that doesn't have a long shelf life. No spoilers. Yeah, because this young <laughs> but man. But here's the thing: you don't really have to go through a draft process or anything, right? It's not like you go through, uh, you know, JV rock climbing or you just no, kind of do it. It's right? very, it's very, and it's if you're very that guy that goes splat. I mean, that could that that clearly needs to be the way you need to go. I mean, I really no. support your death in that way. No, I think no, that'd be great. that fall would be. That he fall faced his fear. Great. He faced his fear, and re- he realized at this, his last dying moment that his fear was rational. A 3 p.m. nap on Sunday is how I'm going down. That's my dream. <laughs> right, right. You know that great feeling you get when you stretch out <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon? Cowboy game's on. You're going, uh, oh, man, I ain't going to make it through this boring bowl. And next thing you know, you're sleeping in the recliner going, <clears throat> forget your CPAP mask, and the next yeah. thing you know, choking out. No, really. No, that's not. <laughs> Tap I think that's out. glorious. I don't but, know, man. But, I don't know. It's, it's funny. So cold I, I is a theme, very, and you've run this through. You, you, 
I'm it's very, all, it's all, very. I'm, I'm starting to see the connection now. I'm very, very fascinated with people who push the outside envelopes. Very much, very interesting those people because. Well, why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Be- because of this chase I, to kill mediocrity. Yeah, I, I think I, I know that. You know, life is but a dream, and it's and it's fast, and. uh Clinging on to things that are safe doesn't buy you any more time. Or if it does, you look back on a on a life hidden hidden under a, a rock, you know. So these people who push it, um, obviously on the far end of the envelope of what's probably a smart thing to do, but they've accepted the fact that, yeah, you know what? It's it's what I enjoy to do, and if it and if it's out, it's out. It's Alec Connell guy. The interesting thing about all these guys, mostly, they've got some sort of neurological issue going on. Like they did a brain scan of Alex, no shit. Alex Honnold. Well, in the Who part of the that? brain the that has that fear. They, they scraped his brains off the eyes? No, this guy lived. And Alex, oh, did. they did his brain That's scan on him, and they, they found out that the part of the brain that has fear doesn't, doesn't light up for him. Doesn't activate, and so what would yeah? It's also called normally be a fight serial of, killers do that kind of stuff, right? I mean, there's really what's the balance? What's the difference other than than you know? I mean, I guess it's a little more constructive, but ultimately the same impulses that uh, cause you weird arousal when you break a forehead open with a hammer, you know, or it's not that different, is it? Psychologically. It's just kind of the aim yes. and the goal. I would suggest. Really? I mean, you think about solo climbing and asphalt really? is different than being a a serial than, killer, like who, serial murder. In, in, yeah, serial murder. The ends lie. I think it's I a would not, hair's I would, breadth. I think it's a, no. I think it's a hair's breadth difference. I think my Steve just, Harris and the youth minister are closer. I think my Steve Harris and youth minister are closer. Wow. Tying no. that. Oh my god. So you but okay, anyway. but so you just acknowledge though. Let's, in fairness, you just acknowledge that these people have weird brains, yeah. right? And that they can't they can't process fear. Okay, well, so I'm how is that, that different than Ted Bundy not being able to process empathy? Uh, because he had self awareness of of something he was doing was wrong, and what they're doing isn't necessarily well, wrong. The guy that the guy that's climbing that the guy that's climbing doesn't sound lucid when he goes on there and and does it. He has a vision of what he wants to accomplish, yeah. and he does it. They, they, they ask him, were you scared? No, just another day climbing. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Now, right. And, now and serial murders get more practice at their art. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the worst analogy ever. No, is it really that bad? You just talked about mental illness, dude. That's just a different okay, form so, of mental uh, illness. To, so, okay. so to say, hey, look, I'm I'm really impressed with these people that are so on the margins that they process life differently, right? That's, I mean, it's kind of what you said, right? Yeah, it's it's what I said, Eric. It's it, the little girl who gets scared of rainbows <laughs> and hides. <laughs> it's the same as wow, huh? It, it's this, yeah, it's the same as uh, some of the most serial killers. <laughs> and there's there's a hair's breadth in the mental difference between the two. Yes, you, you, uh, okay, you, you so perfectly agree right. to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> very much i come afraid fail okay. uh, well, well you know it's okay 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 so now i'm gonna 
I'm going to play another clip about another guy. Cold. Who, cold is his thing. So let's go. His name is Wim Hoff. He's about to take a swim in this lake. The water here is just above freezing, two degrees Celsius. Vim intends to stay in for 15 minutes. That would kill most people. Yet Vim believes that everyone has the potential to do what he does. There is a natural ability in everybody to neutralize the cold. It's about uh, no, nothing abstract, no hocus pocus. It's the mind. Anybody can do what I do. It is trainable. Water looks clear, good, inviting, attractive, powerful. Inviting me to come in and take part. The first minute in ice-cold water is the most dangerous. Your body goes into a panic-like cold shock, which can trigger a heart attack. But it has no effect on Vim. I don't feel the cold, I feel the power. Yes, I don't feel the pain because I'm stronger than the pain at that moment. Okay, well, what do you think of that fella? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I love it. That's great. Another I mean, dude that takes can, things to I, the extreme. I can totally dot. I can, yeah, go ahead. Well, I could totally buy into that. I mean, I think you're... Uh, you have the ability to perceive reality a certain way, right? Well, did you hear the Regardless part where... Your circumstances. What interests me is, you know, they said he got in water that <laughs> would kill someone within 15 minutes, and, you know, he's in there for an hour, right, but right. his eyelid, his eyelids froze or something. Right. Um, okay. So this guy so he has... Can, he can blink uh, at that point? Yeah, he had to be kind of helped to the side or something because he couldn't see, <laughs> but... So he's he's having physical manifestations from the cold, but he he's also sure. legitimately sta- staying. Now the the question is, is that something that he had a propensity for because of his biology? Is it something that he mind over matter? 
Is it something that he's developed through his breathing? So wait, I, do I know Who is this guy? guy? Like he, he, he's got a breathing technique, right? He's mm-hmm. got like a breathing mm-hmm. that's technique, him. this guy, right? Yeah, so that's, that's his, where he's that's making his money, thing, right? I've heard about this cat. Yeah, that's where, okay. that's where he's so making money. He's, he's telling you that you can reach some sort of uh, internal state where you could ignore your physical infirmities and overcome them mentally, right? I totally believe that. Why not? All right. So I don't really feel motivated you, to do it for myself, but you know, that's the next question is he, ha- we have the ability to go spend, a, spend <laughs> a weekend, two days with him. If you wish to test your theory that what? you agree with him. I do about, not. Dude? I have an opportunity. So what, what do you, what do you suggest that you have an, what, what are you springing on me here, dude? All I'm saying is if, if, if you so choose, okay, I'm listening. because you're, in your mm-hmm. warm little home there, with the fire crackling mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. probably drinking a, uh, sure. a spirit, you're saying, yeah, yes, jumping in and uh, jumping in a, uh, you know, an ice filled lake is probably mental. I totally believe that. Right. I'm saying right. you're full of shit. I'm saying your balls are going to come out through I, your through your mouth. No, that's it's true. Be bad. That's true. I exp- I, I would. I, like but, I said earlier, what if, I don't like to practice it myself, but I do believe what if you, that, I, yeah, I'm in, I'm in. So sign me up, sign what me if, up for that class. By the way, I'm feeling pretty good because I got a lot of built-in insulation right now. So I feel like, I don't think it's going to even help. I'm, I'm about, not, I'm about three bones right now. I'm, I'm pretty sure I can, I can, I can handle it, man. No, no. Yeah, I could do it. I'm like, I'm kind of like a walrus. I don't think it, I don't think it has anything to do with it. I think it makes it worse. Why would it make fat it worse? freezes faster? That's <laughs> fat freezes it? faster. I'm not sure. I don't it does. Know. It seems like it should. No, I, I it's think just a big insulation. blob of. Okay, so okay, so all these Arctic animals, right, and and whatever, don't they have kind of like whales and shit that swim in this cold water? Don't they have like this natural? Yeah, I think I'm I'm made for this challenge. I'm ready. Let's go. It's not like if I lose it's my me, I'm, about. I'm going to use them much anymore anyway, right? Yeah, well, so, okay, you were, you're ready to go, you're ready to go fight polar bears, but no, 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 jumping no, in no, some no, cold no. ice water. No, you have to hire a guide when you go to that Russian place as a, um, protect you from when he, he walks around with you with a gun and stuff and yeah, of course, probably that's 30, he probably robs you at the end of the night and takes your vodka, but, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but this guy has this thing where he will teach you what it sounds like, you know, these, mm-hmm. uh, these have you seen these people that like do deep dives, like really deep dives, where they just hold their breath and they go as deep as they can go and come Watch up? Way too much Discovery Channel, dude. Yeah, okay, no, yeah, no, I don't, I don't watch that. You've never heard I don't of that. Spend my time watching. You know no. what's odd about this? Never is heard that of it. Not once. It, it should be the opposite. You should be going off and researching stuff and come up to me because I'm probably more aware of it than you are, without having to dig into stuff. No, I don't. I don't. I, yeah, I don't prize research. Okay, so it's there's a, a sport that I'm called, really interested in at this point. Yeah, you sh- you should be good at it. Just jump in the water <laughs> What's the sport? and sink. It's a uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm like built for that. But you have to hold your breath for the longest, and then you come up. And the the, the goal is to come up before you lose your air. I would suck at that. It's another. It's another wacky sport, but anyway, this, I, I realize the, it's probably the same thing. But I, I mean, I would rather freeze my ass off in a pool than 
drown. This guy, uh, this guy supposedly can make you breathe, and it reminded me of how he does a <laughs> like that, like he's d- doing the um, mm-hmm. hyperventilation techniques, breathing yeah. techniques. Yeah, <clears throat> that maybe help yeah. you. It, it jacks up. Maybe it jacks up stuff in your body enough to handle the fifty minutes you're in there. Yeah, totally. Like but, uh, alters your neurochemistry so that you can deal with that. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. Let's go. <clears throat> a, a few of his records, a few of his records, you might find interesting because he's got some records. He's not just a just a guy making money. You on You mean he sings? He's got a band. He's got a band. He's got an alt band. Yeah, he's in Iron Maiden. He plays. Uh, he plays That's bass. The second bass in Brandon. Iron Maiden. Um, they don't need so, more than one bass player, sir. They have Steve Harris. On March sixteenth, two thousand. He's in a Guinness World Record for farthest swim under ice, 188.6 feet in Finland. Um, this was the one where it almost ended in disaster when his corneas started to freeze and he was swimming blind. A diver rescued him as he was starting to lose consciousness. This is not like a guy who's got it owned. This is not like a guy who's got it. <laughs> Maybe that was early. Maybe that was early in his psychonaut stages. Maybe that was early in his psychonaut stages. He needed a little more time to develop his craft. You can't. You can't judge a musician by their first performance. Was that the one? It's twenty years ago. Is he? Is this guy still doing this stuff? Oh yeah. That's. I mean, that's where he makes his cash. Um. Like if you and I go over there, you know, charge us X to uh for Uh us to go. This is bullshit. Um, no yeah, refunds. Awesome. I think is what it says. On, Here's uh, twenty thousand dollars to go and get it's your. Not, it's actually not that bad. I was surprised. That's why I said we need to do it. So that's why we need to go do it, and then and then we need to record it. Cheaper than the trip to on site. Schwergen bargain. <laughs> yeah, meet us in site. Meet us in pre and post. Yeah, <laughs> Finland. Yeah, I'm gonna have drag. I'm gonna Dude, end up dragging you, you to go. all these places. Do it. All right. I'm in. Let's death death becomes we'll get, us. We'll get to we'll get to you we'll get the YouTube channel set up so we can really get some uh <laughs> choice video. So yeah. on uh I, it, but dude, if I'm doing it, I'm doing it like a, a Euro like a speedo, like one of those really you know, if I'm gonna do it, I'm going all in. I want like a you know, like super Euro trash, tiny speedo mm-hmm. type action. That's what I want. I'll even shave. All right. I haven't really decided on my wardrobe, but maybe I should start thinking about it now. <laughs> um, on January 26, 2007, he set another world record for fastest half marathon, which is 13 miles, barefoot on ice and snow, for the time of two hours, 16 minutes. Yeah, it's cold. Why would you fuck around? I mean, you got to get there. I mean, it's cold. This guy sounds God. pretty amazing. It's like a modern-day superhero. You would think so, right? But then, why do I feel a little bit of, uh, eh? So, like, is there, does he have a lot of, a, so sure. does he have a lot of apostles? Does there a lot of people that buy Yo, into the Wim Hof it's, it's, breathing method? It is a cult. There is a cult there. That's what kind of bothers me. Anytime you get these people that are true believers and that can't talk about anything else, mm-hmm. I start getting skittish. Right. His other world record. Um, I've never been a joiner. I've never really been a joiner, so that's that would be difficult for me. Any kind of social interaction is something that you know 
I would try to avoid. Like if it's something you could practice. I've always been a shower instead of yeah. I've always good. been a shower instead of a grower. So instead of a grower, time. really? Yeah. No, I'm more of okay. a shower than a grower. I'm not really sure yeah. where any of that fits in. <laughs> Which is what you get in the. Probably not there though, right? Genetics, right? I, probably, <laughs> I don't know. I don't that, know how that, that works. That, at that place, I wouldn't be a shower jumping in that water. Um, so on Secret January man. January twenty third in two thousand nine, two years later, he set the world record for longest time in direct full body contact with ice for a total of sixteen times, including one hour forty two minutes twenty two seconds. And I think I'd be more impressed if he had the record for direct body contact with the polar bear. And that little Russian ghost town that you talked about. God, I bet there's been some cool scenes. Russians running <laughs> running from the mines. Full bears <laughs> loping behind them. I mean, the, the fastest marathon. I mean, there's not a lot of people that are trying it, right? right. I mean, the marathon, I mean, that's cool and all. But, like, t- how many It's kind of low-hanging fruit. Were there? It's right. probably one. It's, it's probably the, a, a, a sample of one, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like getting this is like getting the world record for for drinking uh, Lysol or something, you know who else is trying who else is competing against you? Yeah, there's not other people lining like, up. Then, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, this one here kind of made it's not an Olympic sport. Uh, all right, let's hear it. In 2007, he climbed to an altitude of 7,200 meters, which is 23,600 feet on Mount Everest. Wearing nothing but shorts and shoes. He aborted the attempt due to a recurring foot injury, but he did get up that high. So in 2016, he reached... I'm a little more impressed with Ted Nugent playing the Texas Jam in a loincloth. That's a little more exciting to me. I think that's a little more uh, amazing feat. Why? It's hot. Every, Every Texas Jam was hot. I don't blame him. He's not doing things. He's not doing anything brave there. Most of the people in the audience was wearing the same thing. So (laughs) he decides in 2016 he's going to go to Kilimanjaro. I didn't mean to shit on Wim Hof. Sorry. He wanted to do the the quickest uh, journey up Kilimanjaro. He did in 28 hours, and it's in the book "What Doesn't Kill Us," which I may read. So As he does would. have he does have a regimen called the Wim Winhoff method created by his son in Hoff. <laughs> and the method involves three pillars, cold therapy, breathing, and meditation. So Well get on it, man. If you ever I think maybe if you're like climbing that sheer rock face that you your brains will explode out when you make contact with the ground. That that Winhoff method may help you have the courage to one either survive the Russian ghost town polar bear attack. It almost sounds like a Six Flags ride. So let me ask you, which or sounds the, more preferable? Which sounds more preferable to you? What's that? Do, okay. Doing the doing this Winhoff thing where you go and you jump in and try to stay in there fifteen minutes. In a, in a freezing lake or right. running from the bulls in, in Pamplona. 
which is basically the same the same ghost town test. with the Russian vodka. Ghost town with the Russian vodka. No, it's not the same test. I knew you'd be obsessed with that place once I told you about it. No, so so oh, here's the deal. How is that the same thing? Like, look, it's so different because it's really not. Uh, it's really the, not. It's really you're, the the you're running really running with trouble. the bulls. Running. Okay, hold on, hold on. Running with the bulls, you at least have other people that are running. So it's kind of like as long as you're not the most failed, you're probably going to be okay. As long as you can throw somebody else in front of the bull, you're good. Right? Right. Agreed. The other one is jumping in a There's damn lake. There's not a lot of danger. There's not danger right. unless you're jumping dumb. in a damn lake. Well, you're a dumbass for doing either one of them. We're literally planning. <laughs> We're not planning shit. You've got a oh, problem, pal. Maybe. I think the quicker you understand, and I think the, the issue that I had, and I drew that distinction between mental illness earlier, is just um, you don't recognize that you have a mental uh, problem. You know, that you, you think that you think that uh, it's, it's no different, right? Like, so there's not degrees of, me- uh, there is degrees of mental illness. That's not what I mean to suggest. I'm just saying that one is not that much different than the other. The fact that you don't recognize that you have probably both is is really the issue. There, there's no way that these people who challenge themselves, whether it be driving around a, a NASCAR thing at 200 miles an hour or, or Formula One, right, or these guys who do this, right. aren't making conscious decisions knowing the risk, right? People who yeah, are serial killers. Decisions. People but why do they put killers. themselves? The conscious risk is putting yourself in the situation, right? Choosing for that the, for, path. Choosing the, the path because for, for what the for glory, what? because no one's ever done it. it. So like evil can evil type stuff. Maybe you're fan. But I'm saying serial right? kill. Okay. But I'm, but I'm saying yeah, yeah. Uh, but what I'm saying they is just serial choose a different art. It's a different art. It's a different path. It's still mental illness. There's something that's driving you to do these things that that require. I mean, so you're telling me that like BTK and all these other killers didn't have some kind of weird ego in the letters they wrote to cops or whatever. I mean, it's still the same thing, right? Except for the fact that those ice climbers you were talking about that didn't like all the press. I thought that was kind of cool and pure and artistic, but everybody mm-hmm. else is like, look at me. I got to get the, I got to get the greatest record on centipede or some kind of weird Atari fetish that <laughs> might, might, might war. scratching an itch. Here? What was that? <laughs> what was it? Wizard of war. Some <laughs> Wizard of War. What, so, so the, in in disclosure, you have like some kind of record or did have at one point, right? For some of these weird video mm-hmm. games. So that's the whole thing. That's this is it's it's just blind yeah, narcissism. It, I think I don't know what it is. <laughs> to achieve is blind narcissism. My God, the, no, the I'm not saying I, I don't have a problem with mind. achievement, but I, I'm just saying. But this whole thing is not necessarily the achievement with you. It's the idea that somehow somebody needs to recognize that like so you can make the achievement right but it's really not shit unless somebody's there to like hand clap you or recognize you in some way yeah i think i think it's the tree falls in the forest thing but <laughs> um but you so know, these i mean guys what are you doing it for so if, if if so so like hold on if you're like a musician and you're super talented at, at what what it is that you do but you never become famous was your was your pursuit in vain? 
Yes. I believe so. <laughs> That's horse shit. That's horseshit. I think, I think you're doing it for all the wrong reasons, man. So, so you're. In other words, if no one, if no one buys your shit, if nobody really, really enjoys what you're doing, and yet you're able to communicate in a way that that only you can communicate, right? Whether whether mm-hmm. anyone receives your voice or not, it, it. So it's it's a popularity contest for you. No, that's what you just basically said, right? So, I if it's I'm only not to show that I'm better than you for. It's it's validation that's that it, I'm better I'm, than you. First of you can't compete with yourself or try to get better for some other thing. You have to be recognized for that. Uh, I think it's more important for me to know that the other guy uh, lost to me than to me to be recognized. Failed. <laughs> then he bowed yeah. to you that somehow yes. you were able to make it a. Uh, you you are him. the modern day Don Quixote. You are the modern day <laughs> Don Quixote. You know that, right? No, because no, because tilting at windmills. All of mine, I succeed at though. So what does that mean? I'm the low-hanging fruit. I'm not suggesting. Oh, God. That plaque on my wall right now that says world champion 2600 Atari hurdles didn't come cheap, my friend. That one. Is that that your most prized possession? No, not even. How many hours did you play to achieve that goal? How How many hours? As a kid or whenever I got a little older and tried to go for it? No, of course we're I don't trying have to go. Either. Okay, so no, just give me the whole thing. Is it a ten thousand or, or the the ten thousand hours rule for that? No, because I'm naturally talented. Um, <laughs> I was so good. I was so good as a kid. It didn't take long for me to pick it up. Whenever I was a young adult, I would say that I for right. three months I went after it. Three months when I got home from work. So what is three months like? What what's the regiment? What's the regiment in that? I mean, stretching. You got an hour of stretching, uh, lubrication, uh, finger no, play. No, go right at it. Uh, what, what reps. Was the, what was reps. that? Just reps. reps. Yep. Yeah. Tell my wife. I, tell There's my wife. There's something to that. that uh, tell my wife. I'll see. Hey, I listen, see honey. Then, I love you, but this is what I'm doing. Young. I got three months to get it done. Now, this Vision quest. These, these, I'll spend time with you when these, I'm fifty. This all predated all these people now that spend. Our people younger than us spending hours playing COD. Are, are you suggesting that you're are you a trendsetter? After I saw my record, maybe is that what this is if about? I kept we... to my, if I kept to myself, they probably would. So let me ask a you a question. Me, so when you're like showing people around your home, your lovely home, do you do you like walk them intentionally past the the trophy that's placed on your wall? It'd be trophies. So they can but, genuflect yeah. in front of you. <laughs> yeah, if if they come into my my office, they'll see trophies, plaques, right, 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 other things, other things that show that I haven't been just a blob on earth, doing nothing, but really uh, judging others like so you. So it's about it, it, it <laughs> judging others. That's what this is about. Yeah, you're right. No, that that's true. Maybe that's. I think I think you and I actually might be the Muppets. Those those two Muppets, those old men that sit in the, the balcony. I think that's kind of where we're at right now. I think I, that's I don't where know we're what at. Their names are. I can't remember, but that's that's yeah. the whole thing. But yeah, to sit sit to sit at the lifes and, and be a critic of others. No, man, there's 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 so much more. But I don't I, know that what do you really want to do that? behind? Yeah. I, I want to do that, but I keep I keep involving right. myself in these dare to be great situations that only matter. Right. It's just it only matter right. to me. 
I mean, what is immortality to you then? I mean, so is immortality the fact that you, if if you get this deal, this video game that clearly no one gives a shit about, right? Clearly no one. Oh, the ones who try to beat me care. There may be a small. There's some who care. Okay, well, so there are some other psychopaths. We were talking about mental illness earlier. I think you need to embrace yours. I only dip my toe in each psychopath pool. And then I'd get right back no, out maybe, again. Maybe maybe I don't go. You know, maybe I should. I don't be, go swimming maybe, around them. Maybe I should be thankful that my my dear friend has found a twenty six hundred game, an Atari twenty six hundred game, to be fascinated with and to pursue with uh, reckless abandon, because that kept him from uh, strangling a couple that were on a picnic uh, in in the you know some you know California highway. From a big picture standpoint, I should have did there, both. There, but there, but for the grace of God, go you. I think that I, you know, I set the bar too low for myself. I mean, if that was my choice, if that all. was my choice, whether whether you pursued greatness and an Atari twenty six hundred title, or killed a young couple on Highway One, then I guess I guess I would choose twenty six hundred. So kudos, brother. Sure. Yeah. Well done. I chose well the. Done. I ch- what I chose the lower hanging fruit. <laughs> And now I'm immortal from it. In certain right, you're right. Certain groups. So anyway. So when exactly are you going to start scoring cliff faces? That's the question at the end of the day is like, I know you're on this pursuit already. So when are you going to be the guy that decides that it's a 5-1 or a 5-3? When is that going to happen for you? Well, I'm still not sure how that works. I think the climbers have a lot of say, the, the ones that are really, really respected. I really think the reclimbers. But it's I mean, so how, how do they get it then. fractional? How do they get it fractional? <sighs> do your homework. I can't. I can't tell you everything. I, I don't, I don't know do everything. <laughs> I, I do. I do want You're you to, watch. to carry me through this podcast. I do want you, ladies and gentlemen, and Eric. Okay. I, I want you, you want me to watch, watch what? The, the Alpinist. It's either on Amazon really or Netflix. That word. Alpinist? It, it, it's an alpinist? I, you know what I sound like? I sound Alpinist? like the guy who's... Alpinist? I sound, I, I sound like the guy from uh, doing the Sean Connery impression on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Alpinist for $200. Alpinist? <laughs> yeah. So watch it. Watch this cat. He's not God, your everyday, everyday dude. Okay. All right. That's your enough. homework. I'll watch it. Okay, fair if enough. I, I if, I, in this, if I could research, if, if I could, if I could have researched all this stuff, you can do that part. Mm-hmm. All right, are you ready? Are you ready for know your conspiracy? Are you ready? Oh God, are we there? Yes, yes we're I'm there. Ready. I'm ready. Let's do this. Know your conspiracy. All right, so let's roll the roulette table. Come on, black. Okay. Uh, that's one of the ones. Okay. Well, this kind of has some cult element to it. The conspiracy is the Titanic never sank. Have you heard of this conspiracy? So you're saying that the movie and uh, the whole thing and the, and the forget the movie and all that was just yes okay forget the movie 
Okay. So you're going to have to educate me because I have never, this is about as ridiculous as Nazis on the moon. Well, well you no, may no, change your mind. Fair. That's you, not fair to Nazis on the moon. <laughs> who apparently are still digging on the south side of it. But uh, Yeah, they got it. They got okay. it. South side. South uh, side. So are you, are you familiar with, there was a sister ship called the Olympic. No, I was not aware that there was a sister ship because okay. I thought the Titanic was kind of a big deal. No, and it had a sister ship. It took a lot ship. of work for them to get that one done. And okay, okay. Right, so the, the theory, the theory is that the Olympic was damaged while sailing from Southampton, England, to New York in uh, September 1911, and had to return to Harland and Wolf's shipping yard in Belfast for repairs. The company repaired the Olympic. And it sailed to New York and back. It returned to Belfast for more repairs in March 1912, a few weeks before the Titanic set sail. Now, the conspiracy theory claims that some person or people found the Olympic too severely damaged to be profitable. And so at some point, they switched it with a Titanic to purposefully ditch the damaged ship, reap the insurance money, and the byproduct would be kill a bunch of people in the process. So, it was done as a financial insurance fraud scam. And it was the Olympic that actually sunk. Your thoughts? I guess I really don't give a shit what ship sank. (laughs) To be honest. (laughs) I mean, I guess that's the first part. Like, so, (laughs) ultimately people died. It was really shitty. What? No, it's a, hold on. So, like, who cares? Like, a, a ship Mitchell, went down and people died. Mitch and Murray Insurance Company came. Right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I get it. So, you're you're saying there's a shadow motive and all that. But, but at the end of the day, people still died, right? I mean, people died. For financial gain. At sea. The, no one's arguing whether or not that happened. Right? People Look, died. Does it make it, it insurance does it make, the, does it make it, it worse that it's an insurance that fault? That that, that people died. Well, is, is and and somebody is, is profited a, off of that death. Yeah, I, I guess from a motivational perspective, I care. From a historical perspective, though, I could really give a shit. I mean, we had this big giant behemoth. We didn't have enough. You're saying that's the reason that they didn't have the lifeboats and shit, like on on the boat, yeah. maybe. Yeah, they need to, okay. they need to scuttle well, it. Yeah, that's plausible. I get it. That's that might have been a like, but again, at the end of the day, a bunch of people died at sea. Is it, is it more romantic to die at sea from an iceberg or buy insurance for Do you want me to be pissed off about some shit that happened in, like, what what year was it that, that all this happened? 19 what? Dick, every what, single what thing we're it? talking about is old. Every conspiracy thing we're talking about isn't I know, 2020. Okay. I know, I get it. But so I, I, I don't give a shit. I guess, you know, like. You're so going to have to. If you think. To play this game correctly, you're going to have no, to. I don't have to. <laughs> Yes, you have My to give a shit. to subvert your attempt to, 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 to rile me. This is all your attempt well, to get I, me to my head to explode. That's all you're doing. I you're sure, trying to put me to that red stage where every other word is profanity. You, if I had known Nazis on the moon, it I guess I don't give a shit. Oh, so, so like, so like, so like, you're telling me that like every historical event 
is significant and I should get more I should get more pissed off that a bunch of people died because somebody gained from it. I mean, wouldn't you consider every war in humanity somebody somebody won, right? There were somebody that gained money or gained uh value mm-hmm. off the death of a bunch of people, right? So how are these people sacrosanct or, or unique? Right? I mean I mean, it's because kind of the way because, life works. Unfortunately, we, we bought we bought the narrative of the iceberg. This natural, okay. unlucky selection of disaster. the universe. Yeah, to, okay, to, sure. I get disaster. you. No, I get you. My my right? point is, who gives a shit? At the end of the day, There's the same between- amount of people died that died. And and no, I, but okay. So your assumption is this is unique in history that somebody benefited off the death of thousands of people. No, no, I mean, that, that's that's that, our history, that, right? That's a very famous. That's a very whether, famous. whether I was lied to, uh, yeah. So whether I was lied to, I've been lied to my entire life about stuff, right? Yeah, that's just kind of par for the course. Yeah, I, I accept this theory. If if that's the game, I I buy it. I'm in. You're in for that. I still don't give a shit. I still don't give a shit. I still don't give a shit. We're only uh, we're only on conspiracy. No conspiracy two. And you've and you've totally taken a right. knee on this, right? Well, the last one was very different. The last one was very different. Okay, this one is to me. It's I don't know. I'm just really not worked up. I don't I don't want to go back and punch punch. I mean, who who am I going to go argue about this with? Okay, let's let's pretend a hundred years. Does from the, now, you right? think you okay? So your your assumption is let me that finish a historical narrative. Hold on. Your assumption is that if it's not a pure historical narrative, that it it doesn't uh, add value. Everything's got to be perfect and right and correct. Oh my God! There's a huge chasm between an iceberg and self scuttling a ship. Isn't that Cher's daughter or son or whatever? We'll talk about pop culture next week. Chasm, chasm. I think it's chasm, dude. Go ahead. Yeah, look. If if, if somehow you can, I care about. Uh, I care more about your inability to say the word chasm than I care about the motives behind the death or whether I, it. Shoot, I think you should shoehorn in because of an iceberg or what? What would you say? I think you should shoehorn in Tan Bundy again to this conversation to make it totally complete. <laughs> It'd have been really cool if he was on the boat. Now, what if his relative was on the but he boat wasn't, wasn't. and he would never been born? Would you have a different attitude then? No, because you just no, because you, there would have been another Ted Bundy. It, it, the only the, the difference would have been it was he, you know, he, he probably wouldn't have pursued a twenty six hundred record. He would have been like on some other some other bender trying to fulfill some unmetered uh, need. Who was the guy that was in Chicago that he like? Dressed up as a clown for kids' parties, and what's that guy's name? Come on, he's a serial killer. John Wayne Gacy. John Gacy, Wayne Gacy. Yes. Yeah. So, Gacy's parents okay, were so not. What does that have to do with relatives. the Titanic? What was exactly. the name of the other ship again? The yeah, Olympic. See, no one gives a shit. Again, I boycott the Olympic, but I, I support the Olympic. I'm going to try to see if I can. <laughs> write my congressman see if we can get a, a wrong undone see if we can get, come get some of that money again i think that i would say is similar to 100 years from now john wayne gacy 100 years from now that someone comes out 
I know that 9-11 has conspiracy theories about still doesn't melt from fuel, but what if somebody comes out? I need you to stay in your lane with one theory at a time. We're not even going to touch that one, by the way. Too too close to home. (laughs) Okay. Which means this this century. Hey, but here's a question. Here's a question, Brandon. Did somebody benefit? Yes. Right, your congressman. Anybody with the insurance policy benefited, especially the businesses. Yeah, look, death is profitable. It's good. It's good for business. But whenever I think of someone dying from an iceberg, it feels romantic and uh-huh. clean. Whenever someone dies right, from the insurance the, fraud. The iceberg doesn't have feelings. It doesn't have a motive. Well, it's not that that's not horrible. It's horrible that that happened. But it doesn't change the fact that historically a bunch of people, you know, died at when sea. God chooses, when God chooses you to die from an iceberg, that's more acceptable Wait a minute. What, what about then, the people that got the manifest? You know, they got their tickets and the grandma didn't come home, said, oh, we're really excited. We're going to the Titanic. And they were taking their selfies off the rail and shit. You're telling me that that those people to go, oh, grandma didn't go on the Olympic. They went on the Titanic. That should be really easy to prove. This should be really extraordinarily easy to fix. Well, they're, they, they're saying. Forensically. The one who. The one who. They're not doubting the most that a ship JP, is there. J.P. Morgan had. Ten adversaries die on that on that ship. Could he have pulled it off? That's just having a lot of enemies. That's just having a lot of enemies. I'm sure ten to enemies them of all, Elon Musk died today. <laughs> don't the only the only one he has is the unwashed. It's only enemies he, he has. He's a prick anyway. I mean, what, what's the what's the big deal? You don't think he was a prophet? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if you tied it to him, it would be easy to see why he would be motivated by greed. That was kind of the time, right? The gilded age, as it were. What does that mean? What does gilded mean? Exploitation is cash. I don't know. I know you're gilding. No, people the always throw that out there. Gilded age. Gilded. Doesn't that mean your balls are cut off? Gilding? It's a gelding, dumbass. Gelding. So what's a gilded? With a gelfling from the Dark Crystal. <laughs> that was the most disturbing movie I've ever seen in my life. By the way, <laughs> Watership Down is the most disturbing kid movie Crystal? I ever saw. How long? I was five. Well, probably eight when I saw it. Yeah, the Muppets were a little bit rough to handle. Probably, so anyway, what's what's what, snuff film at five? What's really cool about this? Our second video here is that. Once you do your second one, um, Streaker is our uh, platform that we we come off of. And after your second one, it goes out to all options. So people are going to see this pop up on really uh, Apple and Spotify and all those other places. So it be interesting to see if... Uh, I think we need to probably... St- is there any way we can stop that from happening? Just not release it's it? It's happening. It, yeah. I think I think the uh, the audience um, statistics will let us know, know that pretty quick. We don't have to do anything for that not to happen. <laughs> no effort, no effort involved. I did use some profanity on this episode. I'm not really proud of that, so we're gonna have to clean that up. Can we do whistles or some yeah? Kind I use post edit or I use some too, and uh, I never felt more alive. <laughs> All right, so Are we what is your homework? What's the deal? Yes, what's your homework? Read 
uh, it's Al Pacino's, uh, it's an Al Pacino or Al Peniest, Al Peniest? Dreadful Penny? I don't remember. The Olympia. I'm going to watch something about the Olympia. Good the God. Ownership. No, the Alpinist. Olympic. The Alpinist. It's the Olympic, not Olympia. Olympic. Okay, sorry. I'm thinking about the old beer that you used to have in the fridge. Yeah, Olympia. obviously. Good one. You come back and say, I read about, I read about <laughs> this place in Washington that, that made beer. It's fantastic. <laughs> Completely off track. And sorry, if you listen sorry. to our other episode, yours truly is trying to get the head coach still to come on our next show or this one after to tell us about how KY did her dirty. So I think that's going to happen. <laughs> I can't wait. That's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Okay. So this episode was about cold, and I think the cold-hearted nature in which we approached it went right with the theme. Have I proven myself so an expert for, about cold? By the way, you didn't tell me what we were going to talk about. Did I do mission accomplished or what? Not really. You hadn't heard. You didn't. You, the only thing that, <laughs> that, the only thing that kind of helped me was that you knew Wim Hof. You'd heard kind of about him, so that helped. Yeah. But uh, okay, thanks. Appreciate it. Svalbard. I expected more from you on Svalbard, considering that you are a Viking. But that's twenty three and me next week. We're going to talk about ethnicity at some point. We're going to, we're, yeah, we're going to figure that one out. Okay. So uh, for Brandon and Eric, this is the Codger Diatribes. See you soon. Try.